0: Y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the intuitive therapist podcast. Welcome to another week. We are well into May, mid May, and y'all, my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks, May 19th, another year older. Feels like uh, my birthday last year just happened. So, anyway, excited to move into my 50s. And with that said, I wanted to talk with you about the power of crisis. Um, because we've all been there, right? Life would be lovely if we could avoid pain and hardship, wouldn't it? But as we all know, pain and hardships are part of life and they're necessary for us to grow, mature and become who we need to be. It's part of being human. Before we incarnate, though, I want to teach you something. Before we incarnate, our soul agrees to experience particular things with particular people. Everything is orchestrated before we inhabit a human body. We offer up our agreement with the universe to enroll in another lifetime, to learn what we have to learn, to pay our karmic debts from past lives, to learn how to contribute to the greater good of society and the world, and to ultimately become the highest version of ourselves um, that we can before we leave this earthly plane. Let's face it, crisis sucks. And regardless of what I just told you, no one wants to experience these types of difficulties. And the fact that we actually sign up for these shitty experiences that break our hearts, tests our limits of survivability, and push us to depths of darkness that are indescribable, must be a shocker to those of you who are hearing this for the first time. But for those of you who understand our predetermined union with the universe, this awareness doesn't make it feel any better in all honesty. Trust me, even though I fully accept that we all have numerous past lives, it doesn't comfort me one bit to go through this tough stuff, seriously. The thing is, if we're able to actively avoid the hard parts, we'd just be, well, living a blah and boring life we have nothing to strive for. So, our agreement to experience the good parts has to be balanced with the dark parts. Nothing can exist without an opposite. It's one of the 12 universal laws. That said, we have all chosen to experience everything. Those skeptical of this truth need to understand this. Before we incarnate, our souls press the delete button right before we come down. So, so we come into this life remembering, not without remembering really, uh, the bargains that we've made with the universe. We forget them. That's not easy, easy to say, uh, in all honesty, it's kind of weird to think about, but that's not to say that when we're in human form in each lifetimes that we don't have past life memories. I know I do, uh, and some of us don't know that we do, but everybody does. Well, I'm not going to go into depth in this episode about past lives. I've done that in another, uh, episode earlier on, and you can go back to that. If you've not listened to it, the bottom line is this, there are reasons why people are drawn to certain countries, certain traditions, certain relationship patterns, certain fears and phobias, certain preferences. Right? It's because we have experienced a connection and an experience with them in prior lifetimes, with purposes not always understood through our conscious awareness. So when we're in crisis, unless you realize that all crises are usable, you will experience only one thing, and that is suffering. But If you realize that whatever challenges you face, regardless of how deep, dark, or difficult they are of your choosing, your soul's choosing, and for your higher good, then you are 10 steps ahead of everyone else. And here's the thing, you can shorten the lifespan of your suffering if you accept that one piece. That said, there's always free will. And people who harm us have their own soul agreements to experience. And we've been chosen to be a part of their journey. We are all connected. And we can't ignore that fact. Your job is to ask yourself this question. How can I respond to changes and challenges in a way that will help me, not hurt me? Write that one down, my dear. You'll need to reference it for the rest of your life. It is a pivotal question that will get you back on track and help you every single time you encounter adversity. You don't need to initially understand why something's happened, but you do need to understand that it has an accept it. Stop fighting with the truth. Next step is find a way to use that experience to learn what you need to learn about yourself and resolve the need for any further experiences of that type that will reinforce the lesson. Accept the truth, find a way to benefit from a crisis. Crises present an opportunity for change. So why do you really want to be? What do you really want to be? And who do you really want to be when you come out of the other side of the crisis. Here's the thing y'all, I want you to really think about that. Life is not meant to just experience pain and suffering. We've got to use what happens in our lives. We've got to use every single aspect, the dark and the light. The truth is no life can be crisis-proof, but life can be less crisis-prone if we commit to paying attention to the point of the crisis when it first shows up. And the purpose of all crises is designed to help us make different choices and take different actions. No one can avoid this fork in the road. We all arrive there at that faded place of choice. Do we go right, left, back, stand still, You'll never get through a crisis if you believe the three Ps of suffering. And here are the three Ps. That su- this suffering, this crisis is permanent. That you believe that the pain you will that you have will never end and you can't get out of, get out of the dark times. That you believe it's pervasive In other words, you believe that every part of your life is affected by this horrible experience. Nothing is untouched and nothing will be left untouched. The last is that you believe the crisis is personal. That you in particular have been chosen to be punished because you are inherently flawed. Crises are designed to change us. They are designed to write a new narrative about your life story. They beckon us to search for deeper meaning in life, to strive for better, to let go of the old story so that we can carry with us something new, like a cherished novel with dog-eared pages and underlined sentences. We gotta let that old story go. In this and every lifetime, we get to smooth out those edges of our life story and we get to edit out our narrative whenever we want. How and when you do your editing is up to you. I'd like to suggest that you take a look at the first draft of your narrative, of your life story. What are you saying to yourself about your life, about yourself, about your experiences? And what are you telling others? How are you representing yourself? Are you representing yourself in a a true fashion in terms of really who you are? Are you being a fraud? Are you making up stories to garner love, attention, compassion, instead of doing it in a healthy way by earning it? So take a look at the first draft. What's the story you're telling now? Then take pen to paper, cross out, the old stories, beliefs, and outdated ideas of your limitations and embrace a new way to define who you are. With every day, every decision, you get a chance to do that. But especially when crises hit, you get the opportunity to rewrite your story. Crises will present themselves along a spectrum. My hope in terms of severity My hope for you is that you stop living your life as if you were walking into a minefield. Quit looking out for the bomb that will go off. That's going to take a body part or maim you Quit convincing yourself that you can't handle disappointment because that's all life is It's, It's a series along a spectrum of disappointment from just a momentary man, that sucks that that happened, to the deepest levels of grief. It is disappointment. Quit believing that you're in control of anything outside of you. You might be able to influence a moment in your life outside of you, but outside of that, nothing. My dear, no one except God is that powerful. You control your thoughts, beliefs, actions, what you ingest and what you expel. That's it. That's all you got. That's all you can work with. So when a crisis hits, you got to focus on those things only. Get real with yourself. You are fully equipped to handle whatever outcome happens in any situation. Consider yourself resourceful instead of resourceless. Welcome crises when they happen. I know we don't like them, they suck, we wish they didn't happen, but your job is to embrace them because they have purpose, they have message, they have gifts and wisdom. Embrace the unknown, the unexpected, and interpret the challenges that you face as an opportunity to rewrite your story into a best seller of triumph. And I bet you people will want a copy of that in their library. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend, and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.